Hello and welcome to the Fabulous at 50 podcast, celebrating a vibrant global community of women over 50 through entertaining interviews that will inspire, educate, and empower. Your host, Joanne Nuaduck, was born to nurture and promote vibrance. Joanne is both the Community Director for Calgary, Canada, and oversees the global operations for Fabulous at 50. As an oncology nurse, integrative practitioner in multiple modalities, life skills mentor and manager, Joanne moves people from challenging situations to positive outcomes through the use of her innate gifts and learned skills. Here's your host, Joanne Nuaduck. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. I'm here with my dear friend, an incredible woman, Michelle Post. And I'm going to start off by sharing a little bit about her that's written on page, let's even advertise the page here, page 58 of Safe by Nutrition. Michelle is a published author with her first book called No Sweat, A Woman's Guide to Glorious holistic menopause. She is also part of the great collaborative Reach Your Greatness with James Melanchak. Michelle is the owner of Holistic Now Nutrition Inc. featuring the great metabolic balance and has researched thousands of articles on nutrition and its effects on the body and its systems. She has worked with numerous women in their change of life to enhance their energy systems, hormones, and successful weight release. As a director of the Women Talk Calgary South, Michelle helps women to share their stories to create a unique tribe of positivity and support. She is also an avid belly dancer, sharing her gift of dance and self-care. And when you pick up the book, you'll see the plethora of all these credentials you have on nutrition and coaching and mindset, and it just goes on and on. So welcome, Michelle. I'm so glad you could join us today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here and see you as always. Yes, we we, we do have fun together. Don't we? Don't yes, we? We do have fun together. Now, all this wonderful stuff about Save by Nutrition and all the health and everything you're doing, we are going to get into in this podcast. But I want to start off first and foremost in asking you one of my favorite questions. How did you celebrate 50? Because I hear <laughs> that that might have happened fairly recently. Well, you were there. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. I have a little bit of an inside scoop there. It was so funny because uh, with where the world is at right now in lockdown, um, uh, of course, you know, I had already had planned this big extravagant party because I really wanted to welcome my golden year. Everything turned gold. So as you saw with the, um, the photo in the book there, my dark hair has now turned golden, you know, because that's what everything is now for me. Like I'm just doing the big makeover. Everything's gold now. I'm even wearing earrings that are gold, Ooh, you know, and they're right? gorgeous. You look Thank incredible. You. Thanks, babe. Um, it's, it's fun to actually uh, get those comments and compliments. So for the actual 50th, because I couldn't have this big party, I spent all my money on my hair. 
Um, you know, cause uh, that, that can be expensive these days. Right. So absolutely. <laughs> but I had some incredible friends that we did get to do a social distancing party back in June and have some fun and eat off the menu and just have a great time. I, I think like what we thought was going to be one to two hours turned into like eight hours. Oh um, yeah, of, absolutely. Right. <laughs> we had such a great time together and I'm absolutely just absolutely love that. And since I figured, since I couldn't have, um, the big party, I was just going to make it the full summer of 50. So everything Fantastic. I did, all, yeah, everything I did was all, um, celebrating my age, uh, who I am. It's really funny because I've had so many women over the past few years who have turned 50, uh, from different other clubs saying, don't tell people how old you are. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm here and I'm representing, you know, so of course I'm going to you do. People. You represent 50 incredibly. Like I was blown away when you're going, I'm turning 50 this year. And I'm like, excuse me. I thought you were my young friend. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, I am, um, you know, yes, true. Maturity wide, but. Uh. <laughs> so what does it mean to you? What have you seen different? What do you own differently in your whole being or your presence, like from where you used to be to now, what does turning 50 mean to you? There was a distinct personality factor that changed two months before I actually did turn 50. And okay. it was very interesting because I noticed almost immediately, whereas where things used to embarrass me, or I would feel shame, like, you know, as a teenager, something actually accidentally pops out, you know, it's like, oh my God, people are going to know me for this forever. And, you know, there's guilt and there's shame and all kinds of stuff. And yet two months before 50, I was walking, I had an itchy heart that I decided to scratch publicly. And uh, you know what? (laughs) I suddenly didn't this is a common trend Michelle I have to say so many women say that when they get into their 50s into what they call midlife they just don't care and it doesn't mean in a sense they don't care but I I just find there's this general trend of dropping the self-consciousness dropping what you said the shame and the embarrassment that have hold you back from truly just sharing yourself authentically and if I know anything about you, you are one of the most authentic people I know. Thank you very much. I have no inner monologue. I have tact, thank God, um, you know, but I have no inner monologue. Oh my gosh. So what is in my head does come out. So it I does. Do, I do filter it with all the positivity I possibly can put in there. <laughs> and you are so positive. Now, before we go further, I did introduce you and I shared a whole bunch of your wonderful things about you, but I would love if you could tell the listening audience right now, if somebody wants to reach out to you, if someone's going, oh my gosh, I have to know that woman. Can you please share what's the best way to reach you? Thank you very much. Um, so you can reach me at Michelle at making dash strides.ca. That's M I C H E L L E ampersand, uh, making M A K I N G hyphen or dash uh, strides, S T R I D E S dot C A. So that's my email address. Uh, or you can actually uh, call my, my um, business line at 403 266 2867. Uh, and I definitely love talking to people about how they want to move themselves forward. It's one of my favorite things to do. 
Excellent. And you actually, I'm going to interject right here. You helped me move forward. Of course, I run this organization, Fabulous at 50, and you can see the poster behind me right now. Yeah announcing Fabulous 50 Calgary, because that's where I stepped into the world um, of creating Fabulous to be the community director for this particular city. And you very wonderfully came on board as one of the exhibitors at the trade show that we put on. And that's why I said the no sweat. That was your big focus, helping women transition through menopause. But not only do you do that, you inspired me. I stepped up and said, okay, I should know more of this. And I'm, I'm struggling with stuff that I think I know how to correct. I had lots of tools, but there was a little missing link. Can you introduce me to metabolic balance? And I'll share that it has helped me lose over 20 pounds. I'm, you know, yeah. And I'm, I'm in a maintenance phase right now. And with the desire to go back on the intentional weight loss phase. So I love that we can, it's a tool for whatever phase I want to be in. Um, And now I'm bringing that in conjunction. Like, you know, I get to be your colleague in that. I also work with women in menopause and helping bring that nutrition and you're such a great resource. So I'd love you to share a bit more about how and why, like you were already a nutritionist and you already knew lots. What made you choose to also bring in metabolic balance? Metabolic balance was one of the only ones that actually worked for me. Um, so some of us have different, uh, metabolisms, different ways that we actually deal with nutrients and my specific, uh, situation, especially when we hit this age of 50, uh, or, or before even the 10 years before we start putting on the weight. And what I know from the whole infertility journey that I had gone on as well as women are even suffering with these menopausal issues, even in their mid twenties, um, mm. because of the food system. So uh, there's so much uh, endocrine disruptors out there. There's so much out there that actually hinders a woman's ability to be able to handle and tolerate excess estrogen, uh, lack of Mm -hmm. progesterone. And there's so many fertility issues that are out there. So that's where my journey actually started was at a geriatric age, starting to um, try, still trying to have children and also suffering at actually 38 years old with magnificent menopausal symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was waking up with this much sweat in the bed between my husband and I, insomnia, acne, acne. Was Look how galore. beautiful your skin is now. It's all food. I actually use food. I use actual edible foods on my skin in order to make sure that it stays as youthful as possible. It's, it's really quite funky. So um, getting into the whole, what I noticed is that when I actually did all my fertility and helped with my reproduction, which is really, that's what you want to do. It's that's where everything lies, right? Is your reproduction is going down. When I helped that, all of those menopausal symptoms had gone away. Like everything I was able to sleep at nighttime, the acne, because I was using food and proper nutrition. I was drinking the right amount of water for myself. Time for a a little hydration break right now. (laughs) taking out all the things that actually stopped me. Um, I, I had the trajectory. I could have aged pretty badly, you know, if I would have followed suit with how some members of my family had taken care of themselves, but I didn't want to do that. So I had noticed that not only did my reproduction increase 300% in a six month period, that um, all these symptoms had also gone away. And because people ask me about it all the time, even at then I was in my early forties, um, people are asking me all the time, like, how did you do it? How'd you do it? Because they're going through nasty stuff, even starting at 40, like just oh. nasty. Yeah. So I decided to write the book and figure like, you know, if you want to learn more how to do it 
really holistically. Can and you hold that a- up again? I don't yes. want to interrupt you there, but hold it up and just tilt it forward a little bit. There we go. Where right. can somebody find that book called No Sweat Holistic Menopause? Uh, you, you can actually go to www.nosweatmenopause.ca and it's on my website exactly as that. Awesome. And then you followed <laughs> it up by the Safe by Nutrition. Now, I want to hear more of your stories and I want to hear a little bit about the woman behind all this, like, this is wonderful. This is what you're doing in your business, but I want to hear a little bit more about Michelle. And I think I mentioned something about some belly dancing and just, you know, what got your groove on. Can you keep that conversation yeah, going? Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, so along with the fertility journey, uh, I had gained a schwack load of weight. So all my menopausal symptoms were gone, but the weight came on, of course, because of all the hormonal injections and all that kind of stuff. And it was not going away. And I was still very exhausted um, with the imbalance of hormones. And so I even had a personal trainer. I have a gym downstairs. I was already a holistic nutritional consultant. You know, I was doing everything that was right. I had my education and I still couldn't lose a pound. So I was very fortunately introduced to metabolic balance, which is a lifestyle change, as well as, of course, it being so prestigious because it does work with a doctor's blood requisition. So I can do everything through the guessing game, uh, knowing what I know for symptomology, but this goes right down to the, here's your blood work, this is what you need, versus, um, you know, like, let's just test this one for a month and see if it works for you or not. So um, when I did that one and I changed my lifestyle up, I had actually gone from 190 pounds back down to 150 pounds in about a five month, five and a half months period. That's phenomenal. It was incredible for me because I also had the whole idea that that couldn't happen for me anymore. I mean, I was already a holistic nutrition consultant. I already had a gym. Like I did all this. I did everything right. And this actually changed things even for the better that it did rebalance my hormones even more so uh, than what it was. Yeah. I love when you were saying that you had this belief that it couldn't happen for you. So, you know, you might want to talk a little bit more about how it's not just the actual, I mean, the, the nutrition and what you're doing, but for you to even take that leap of, okay, I'm going to try eating in a yep. different way. I yep. thought I knew what I knew, right. but that you had to have a mind shift. Yep. The mind shift was massive. Going through the infertility journey actually took, took away all my femininity. For any of you women out there who've had kids and you've often said that my body is not my own, just because I actually didn't have kids doesn't mean I haven't gone through that. You know, three and a half years at the clinic, anytime they invited me in to get an ultrasound done, I got used to just throwing my pants off. You know, I'd go to the dentist now and they say, we need to take an x-ray and my pants would come off. And they're like, no, Michelle, in your mouth. (laughs) It's not there. So, oh, oh, right. You know, so my body was no longer my own. (laughs) So um, I had lost all my femininity. I had lost Mm. what I wanted to see myself looking like with the weight gain. It was just absolutely awful. That is when I introduced belly dance. I had heard somebody say that you have to love yourself first, then the weight will follow. And that makes perfect sense because um, if you don't love yourself first and who you are as a person, no matter what your goal that you reach is, it's never going to be good enough. So you have to understand how good you already are. So when I took up belly dancing, it was the very first class that I went to where I was shaking my groove thing with the coins on my butt. And it's all going all over the place. And I'm allowed to actually jiggle my butt. They're supposed to do this, you know, versus 
this. Like, so it's a very feminine dance. We have curves, we have excess weight for a reason. And so that's why I just, as soon as I did that first class, I'm like, I'm in love and I'm in love with my body. And it took me a full year to accept awesome. the rules. And actually I used those excess rules that I had to know I was doing a move right because I could actually see my stomach pulling in and going out. So it was like, yeah, okay, the excess weight is awesome, which gave me the I love faith. that. <laughs> I love that. So it gave me the faith uh, to know, to keep trying to get to the place where I actually wanted to see myself and my body look like. And then yeah. when I found MB, uh, they could match and they did. And I am so grateful for all of that and recapturing my femininity, um, you know, and moving forward in life at whatever age I am, those that will not change. I will always be able to dance. I will always have my femininity with me. I love that. And I have seen you and I have been at events and I, I'm going to share a story and you can tell me <laughs> afterwards if I can. And it was one, you know, it's an event where you're sitting in chairs and you're listening to speakers. But I love that in between when it was lunch hour and break time, they play music and they'd get us dancing. And at one point they invited people on the stage and not everyone could fit, but you were up there and you were doing your belly dancing and your husband, Lenny, <laughs> who is your great, I can't remember how many years you've been married now, but like he, he was drooling. He's standing in the, like just kind of going, oh, that's my beautiful wife up there. And I just, that just warmed my heart because the two of you, that, this is a whole nother conversation. Yeah on the relationship that the two yep. of you have, you know, and, and how open you are about when you have a struggle and when, how you overcome it and then how, you know, you support each other so unconditionally and be willing to call each other on that. But I want to just, um, just touch base briefly on, I loved how you mentioned that you regained your femininity by finding this dance. Yeah. And that, you really understood it was about loving yourself. And I, I take a very similar approach with anyone I'm working with is I didn't engage in activity and exercise and metabolic balance because I hated myself because I hated my body. It doesn't mean I love every role on it, but I loved my, I got to the point where I loved myself enough that I chose to do what it needed to have care. It's like whether you're taking care of your car or your house, you have to love it to care for it. Absolutely. It doesn't mean you love every aspect of it. it. It means that you love it enough to support it and care for it. And, and then you get, you know, when you yeah. start appreciating every little aspect. I love that you said you, you use those extra roles to do your movement roles, right? <laughs> so it's such a wonderful way of bringing that full circle. And I have to say you are actually looking, I don't want to say the word younger because I really appreciate our age, but okay. you, I have to say that in the years that I've known you, I actually see you right now today as looking more youthful, your wow. vibrancy and your energy and how you present yourself and how you um, just share with the world. I feel that there's just a more youthful energy there. Thank yeah. you very much. That was You're also welcome. a transition. Um, you know, is yeah. not having that fear or that shame or that guilt from who I previously was to now being like, Hey, we all, we all went through crap growing up. Like we all did some, mine, mine was this journey. And, uh, you know, I lived with these people and now it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm dropping that baggage. I'm just, I'm not willing yeah. to carry that because I, my whole mindset has shifted, Beautiful. you know, 
Yeah. You do yeah. a lot on the mind chef. So yeah. on that, I know you have some tips for us. So before we sign off today, I would really love it if you could share three tips on what supported you in creating fabulous in your life and, and ongoingly supports you. Awesome. Um, this is always going to be how I'm, I see my life and my health is number one. And so health just doesn't mean just food, food and nutrition is a massive part of mm -hmm. it. Uh, I had to deal with um, ill health when I just turned 20 years old. So mm -hmm. it's always been part of my trajectory. I was not going to allow myself to go down the road that the doctors had told me to. So always looking for uh, ways and continuing to always take care of my health. Number one, I can't be good to anyone else unless I'm good to me first. The whole Absolutely. thing about love and relationships is that you have enough love for yourself that it boils over that you can share it with others, not expecting someone else to come in and fill your cup. So when it comes to that, so when it comes to nutrition, water, number one, absolutely yep. number one, making sure you're getting your, like, depending on your size, two, three, or sometimes even four liters of water per day, depending on who you are and what your needs are and your activity level, where you live, all that kind of stuff. So nutrition is super, super important, making sure that I'm not eating foods that actually are, you know, aging me. Uh, I still do. Let's be realistic. I do actually love to eat foods that are not on the menu, um, you know, often enough. However, that's, those are exceptions and no longer the rule. Super important. My lifestyle, I visualize it and I see it every single day. And it really does have to do with the proper nutrition and um, making sure that I exercise and I stay active. The last thing I want to be is, um, I'm sorry, like my, like my trajectory of, um, you know, on my mother's side here, where at six, 69 years old, she's in a, a nursing home because she doesn't care to actually even walk. She can, she just chooses not to. I do not want to see that trajectory for myself or anything like that. It can yeah. be done. We can change our trajectory. So lifestyle, how, do, how does that vision for you? What do you want out of your life? Um, I'm reading an amazing book uh, called The Meaning, um, Man's Search for Meaning. Okay. And it is a phenomenal, phenomenal book. And it's not Great just suggested. It is phenomenal. Um, it's not just pursuit for happiness for human beings. It's pursuit for meaning. So we okay. have struggles for a purpose and a reason. So really that is just massive. So how do you want to see yourself? That's all part of lifestyle. And of course, <laughs> in the same instance, um, mindset. So I'm, I'm working right now using a system called the subconscious release technique and with my dear darling husband of uh, 13 married years. Just answer that question. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so we've just started our own Booster Mindset Academy, which we just launched the website yesterday. And nice. uh, it really helps to release inner subconscious uh, thought programs that we have that are actually playing out. So one of the biggest things I think for women at our age is to work on releasing past torments. Uh, yep. Just absolutely release absolutely. them and get rid of them. Um, one of the things we learned during the whole nutrition was that at the age of 40 is when most people take stock of their lives. And if they get to 40 as an angry person, you have a choice. And that's when most people make this choice to either move it to the trajectory of actually being a happy older person or staying the course and being miserable. And that's why you see the differences between those, you know, grumpy old people and those not so grumpy old people. So. <laughs> Absolutely. So to summarize though, your, your biggest tips is focus on your nutrition and water intake. Yeah. Take a look and take stock of your lifestyle. 
and examine your mindset and know, I think the best message, and we're so parallel on this, of course, because I weave in all the mindset with my stuff, different modalities, which is cool. And you and I have talked about, we want to do a little bit of a swap so we can get a better understanding of them. So absolutely, we will do that and perhaps continue it on. But the mindset is, I think the biggest message I heard you say is it's not just where our mindset is. It's knowing that once we take stock of it, if it's not where we want it, there are many tools out there, including say the one you do again, Uh, subconscious release technique, technique, SRT. Yep. Yeah. So SRT, belief reparenting, there's um, reframing. There's lots of different ways out there that you can make a difference in your mindset. And then you reach out to whether you're doing it on yourself, reading a book, doing a workshop, or reaching out to someone like the lovely, the energetic, vibrant, fabulous Michelle Post. Oh my goodness. Thank you. <laughs> so I accept on that, that with note, gratitude. <laughs> yeah. On that note, Michelle, really appreciate you being here today. Tell us one more time, your business phone number, if someone wants to reach out to you. Absolutely. You can reach me at Michelle at making dash strides.ca, or you can call 403-266-2867 and we can book some time to chat. That's fantastic. Awesome. awesome. Well, I'm so looking forward to seeing you in person again. I, right? Excuse me. I know that for the most part, we've been connecting on, on Zoom calls, which yes. still is a beautiful connection. And yes. I so appreciate everyone that's listening here today, whether you're listening on one of our podcast platforms or you're watching us on YouTube. So take care, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. You've been listening to the Fabulous at 50 podcast with your host, Joanne Neuaduck. Join us again for more inspirational interviews on topics that matter to you. If you like what you've heard on today's episode, check out the liner notes or to learn more about this vibrant community that celebrates women over 50, please visit fabulousat50.com. That's www.fabulousat50.com.